about the only thing I was doing. Shot for the gram. All right, nice. All right, cool. Cheers, fellas and ladies. Cheers. Cheers. Where's the cocktail? <laughs> oh, there's French elegant. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay. Your <laughs> version of a, of a coffee cocktail, right? Yep. Which is just, uh, I woke up late today, so I need some coffee. Let me put some alcohol on it. <laughs> what you say? Frangelico was in it? Yeah. Yeah, I love Frangelico. That's that, uh, that the meme that made me laugh this year for the 20, like the Zoom meetings hack where you take your, uh, you cut off the the little tag from a tea bag and you tape it on the inside of the mug so that you can still put your, boo <laughs> your booze inside, but it looks like tea. <laughs> oh, my lighting's terrible. Do you want to do something about it? Or are you just oh, there's not much I can do. I can go from <laughs> bad to worse to really bad. <laughs> it looks so much better on the camera, the regular camera I use. Oh, so. yeah. You're set up for that camera. So. Yeah. Do you have... Cause it looks super grainy. Do you have like the uh, touch up my appearance or something on? Nope. This is the uh, <clears throat> laptop. The only other thing with the camera would be my cell phone and it won't get a good enough signal down here or the, uh, my work laptop. And as I'm supposed to be working right now, <laughs> <laughs> let me check the light. <laughs> You better do an episode one day with where he features those swords. Yeah, I know. Oh man, yes. he he's, got garnish, he's got to garnish. He's got to garnish something with those. Garnish, yes. Get garnish one of those giant watermelon. martini glasses, and then go. Just yes. a giant watermelon. Just garnish a watermelon. That's it. All right, David. The, we're uh, saying we're saying one day you got to make a drink in a giant martini glass, and then use one of your swords as a garnish and put like a whole watermelon on it. I think he needs <laughs> yeah. to do the the champagne salute. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, you're right about that. You might want to on the sword's name. <laughs> oh, no, the sword part's fine. There's not a lot of room in here to work with. Too. <laughs> you're going to injure so many people, right? Yeah, probably mostly me. <laughs> Never actually sabered a, a bottle before. It's something I want to try for sure. I did it once. It was fun. But you have to go really close to like mm -hmm. the cork and like right underneath the cork where the cork meets mm -hmm. the bottle. Yeah. Where you're a lot of people like accidentally hit the bottle and like shatter. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to hit that that bump. Yeah. Well, it's and it's a uh, where did I? I watched a video. It might have been Greg at How to Drink, but yeah, he did about like the science behind it. And it's all about going along the seam on one of the sides because it's like the lowest the lowest the point of the of, of least um, resistance and that's yeah. where you, you hit that perfectly and it'll just right off all right so let's get started let's do it <laughs> go uh, on that note hey guys welcome to chef grace's place we got uh, our first actually group interview uh we're doing the hashtag spite no spice on the rocks 2021 challenge this month that's the one uh yeah. so I mean, who's gonna win? That's the question. Well, well, there's no winners. Only you guys. Only, only I out. mean, they say there's no winners, but there's always a winner. Well, yeah, it is, it's, it's a friendly competition. No one wants to say I'm the best, but you know, they, they, it's definitely a friendly competition. You know, I think. Oh, that, we want 
Yeah, absolutely. We want to have everybody incorporating and just trying new things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool just for yourself to challenge yourself, though, too, like to see. Well, it's, I mean, as my, myself being like, I'm not, a lot of these guys are, are, uh, you know, professional bartenders, they've gone to school, they, they work in the industry. And, but I know myself and some of the other people in the community, we're just enthusiasts, never worked in a bar, um, not trained. So it is a bit intimidating when you, you say, okay, like I'm used to doing classic cocktails that I go from a recipe to then now, okay, now I got to think and create something myself. And it's intimidating going against, especially people like uh, Kevin, Kevin Koss, who's like one competition yeah, in cocktails, you know, he's, he's a whole different breed though. He's a whole different level, yeah, but you know, it's, um, but, uh, so it's a little intimidating, but, but it's fun and challenging at the same time to, uh, to say, okay, like what, what works and uh, let's just try different things. And then to put that out there and, and, and to everyone in the community, which, which this community is growing all the time. We're finding new channels like every day. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, Peter's finding channel new channels. Peter, yeah, Peter's finding new channels every day. You find them out. There's a guy, a tribal bar guy, and every time you find a new channel, you think you discovered it, you see his comments. You're yeah. like, yeah, why does this guy find every channel before everyone else? He's, wa- yeah. he's watching channels every single day. Like, yeah, you he's, find he's new awesome, channels every single day. Guy. I, I don't know how he does it. I, I don't have the time between I know. Work and what I'm doing to even just keep up watching the videos. <laughs> For everybody I'm subscribing to, but when I see one, I'm like, okay, I'll take a look. There's Peter. <laughs> yeah, exactly, he's always there. <laughs> so, have you guys done your cocktail video yet? Mine's coming up Friday. Friday. Yeah, I, I, when, I don't know when this is releasing, but it might be out. <laughs> yeah, I have an ingredient I need to pick up tomorrow before I can finish mine. Well, I know yeah, what mine I was wanted to do. I, I'm having a hard time finding the ingredients I want to do for the peppers. So I'm going to have to change it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Is everyone Cut. doing peppers? No, um, mine is, mine is uh, um, infused with just spices. Mm. But it's, it's hot, though. But it's, it's uh, infused already. It's been a bit different. I mean, we, again, we left, we left the challenge completely open. It's, it's yeah. not... And, Make it spicy. That's the only thing. Make it spicy. So um, there's many ways of doing that. You can use a liqueur that's already spicy. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You can you or you can use peppers. You can muddle some Scotch bonnets in an old fashioned. Or not. Or not. God, that was bad. Or not. That was <laughs> or you just the peppers. You know. <laughs> use it as a chaser. Yeah, just to eat a pepper and then do some. That's what you should do, David. Eat a pepper and then 151. <laughs> that's kind of that, that's David's kind of new mo. Recently, like this, I don't know if it's new, but his mo is to uh, take a shot of like 151 or something after eating the egg white or the egg yolk. And yeah, I just uh, I started it one day and now I, have keep, I have to keep going, but my oh my face. <laughs> I'm used to doing it, it'll be a, a problem. <laughs> the worst one was when you did the um, was that that uh, collab you did with uh, with Jean Felix. And you, yeah, you took a shot for some reason. You were punishing yourself, and you took a shot of the one fifty one. And God, I think you took more than like a shot. <laughs> that face you made, I uh, felt the pain. Two gulps. It's a few gulps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, so I mean, for for mine, I'm doing uh, like I said, it's coming out Friday. But I'm I did uh, an infusion, so I infused gin with uh, with a morita pepper, morita chili, which is a it's a jalapeno that is uh, smoked and then dried. So it's, it's nice. It's spicy, but it ha- it's not overly spicy. It's just a jalapeno, but it's got a, a nice smoky flavor to it. So I, I infused some gin with that. And then I made kind of a version of a, of a bee's knees. 
So with some honey syrup and lemon, and actually really like it came out really good. I was not expecting, I was expecting to dial, have to dial back, maybe do like half my spicy gin, half uh, regular gin, because the infusion was is almost undrinkable. It's way, it's super spicy, but in the cocktail, it actually comes out really nice. So it's not one that you want to drink on your own. <laughs> so how did you get started with your channel? Me? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I haven't even speaking of you. So, <laughs> guy in the top left. Uh, <laughs> um, so I got started. So another another kind of pandemic thing that uh, um, I've been. I mean, I've been. Uh, it's been a hobby of mine for for uh, several years. It's funny. I, was, I got started in in cocktails with my uh, my wife. Basically, just said you need a hobby. <laughs> I'm like, well, I like drinking, so let's make that a hobby. <laughs> And I started following, I mean, I, I basically completely self-taught from YouTube. Like I started following guys like uh, the big guys, like uh, How to Drink and uh, Steve the Bartender, Leandro, uh, Educated Barfly, and learned, learned from that. And, and then it just became a really an overwhelming hobby. Takes up a lot of, the, a lot of my money <laughs> and time. Um, and then, yeah, just, you know, bored during the pandemic. But I was around June, I think I started. And... And uh, just decided, and I mean, I'm, my background is is video editing, and so I have, and I've I've got another, I have a, another um, YouTube channel where I do Photoshop tutorials and video editing tutorials and stuff like that. So so I've had I had that already, and I was like, well, you know what? Why don't I put some of that knowledge and and make a cocktail and see see if uh, see if it takes off? And so I started with one, of course, just pretty much I think pretty much like everyone started with the old fashioned, um, and put that up there and had good response on this from. Uh, from people I know, like I obviously I post on Facebook and had good response there. So then a week later, I'm like, well, let's record another one. And then, and then it went on for, and then uh, maybe about two months in, I uh, I kind of started discovering this community. You know, it started with uh, with Vino and David and and um, then just trickled into so many other channels. And the, the energy that you get off everyone seeing all those videos every week and you're like, oh, that's cool. I want to do something like that. And I want to try that drink. And then... Um, yeah, there's just so much energy, and it's uh, it's been so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I basically was a similar situation, but I, I am from the industry. I've had 15 years of uh, industry experience, a food and beverage director, and, and events and catering. So I did that for a really long time, and then COVID happened, and my entire industry is dead. You know, I'm in New York City, so events and catering is absolutely dead. It's just it's it's, it's over. Uh, for the foreseeable future, it sucks. So I was like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? Like, I want to keep my sword sharp. I want to remain you know active in the things that i love which is which is beverage and so uh you know i always follow the same thing like you know uh how to drink and 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 uh steve the bartender and whatnot um but the one that i love and and, and rob knows this <laughs> is uh this guy bruce, bruce. over at uh, uh bar, <laughs> bruce. bar talk i love this guy because he's like the bartenders i grew up with this kind of this old school guy um, canadian kind of, by the way yeah. That? Canadian, <laughs> by the way. Hey, another yeah, Canadian. Who knew I'd make such good Canadian friends to this business? <laughs> anyway, so I, you know, I, I, it never occurred to me to really even think about starting a channel, but the, I, I just, I saw something in watching him that made me go, yo, let me give this a try because I'm very off color. I'm not very, uh, um, um, I'm not a, how do you say, uh, I'm not very predictable. I don't, I don't, I don't write anything down. I don't, you know, I just kind of, I just go with it. You know, um, I take all, I do all my videos in one take and I just kind of like that he felt organic like that. Um, and so well, I decided to do it and uh, it's been awesome. And, you know, me and Rob and David and a few of the other guys, it's been, it's been super cool. It's been a great, great fun ride. I, I, I personally can't believe how much everyone really gets along and, and really 
um, supports each other. It's it's awesome. It's the, yeah. That, I think it's the best. I think it's the best niche in, in, in on YouTube probably. That's an that's an we we've, we've discussed this in Vino, but that's an interesting thing. Is I mean I've I've done I've done videos uh, on YouTube in like I said earlier, like I said in, in the design Photoshop niche as well as in the martial arts. Um, so. Oh no, he froze. Ah oh, crap! The bigger your channel gets, bigger you will get. The some bigger trolling. you get, the more you find those guys. Probably. Yeah, okay. it's 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 inevitable. Yeah. So <laughs> I I started doing this in 2019. I needed a hobby. I was at that spot <laughs> where uh, work was really beating me up, and all I was doing was working, and it was getting into everything else. So I hopped online to YouTube, oddly enough, and it showed me three guys behind a bar, common man cocktails, having a good time. They're funny to watch. They argue back and forth. And you can usually hear the wives in the background yelling at it. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, you know, they look like they're having a great time. So I then looked up the old fashioned and I got uh, the educated bar fly. I got Steve, the bartender's like, you know, these guys are on their own. I could do this. And usually when that happens, I'm off to the races and away I go. I may not do it well, <laughs> but, I'll, but, I'll, but I'll get there eventually, right? And I haven't really, I worked in a bar when I was 19 and their idea in that country hick bar of a, of a New York sour was give me a shot of whiskey and Minute Maid lemonade. Whoa. Oh, yes. oh God. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. no. <laughs> that's, that's going back. So, when I got into this and I started buying a couple of books and watching some more videos, I realized there's a lot to learn. There's a lot of information yeah. and I, I enjoy the fun part. And then I had to start picking up skills in using uh, Premiere and I'm still terrible <laughs> at that. I do everything the hard way. And because most of after work, everything happens at one and two o'clock in the morning and I'm working on three hours sleep while I'm doing that, I find I make all sorts of errors in my videos. And some of the days it's like, it's a great video the next morning. It's, hey, Dave, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but Dave, that's the charm in like someone like your channel, you know, I think of mine also where we just kind of like go with it and, you know, if you mess up, you mess up. And dude, I've got 15 years experience and I still screw up. So it's like, it's honestly, it's because you're just being organic. You're being yourself. I think it's part of our personalities, you know, uh, so and it's reflected in our, in our videos and stuff. And I think I know for myself watching you. That's part of your charm. I think I, I think oh, that you know, that he just does he doesn't edit out. He's like we're just doing this. Let's have some fun. I know that when I first started, I used to have a bunch of notes under my camera, and I would struggle trying to get through the notes. Now mm -hmm. I just struggle trying to get through a sentence just because I can't speak. <laughs> you know, but, it's funny if you go to like any fun. channel and you you go back to their first video and and you watch it and i mean do it to my to myself I, i've looked at your your guys' first videos and and it's it's you can tell there it's it you know you're less comfortable you're more oh like God, robotic man. and like hi today we're gonna I make an old fashioned my first video <laughs> I, those first like but, 10 videos i'm like oh my god and I'm it, only but, first algorithm. <laughs> they've first been forgotten hundred. by the algorithm they'll never be seen ever again by anybody no, no once i get to that monetization they come down <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you gotta um, leave them rob so unfortunately as soon as you said the word martial arts you froze so i was wondering if you could tell me <laughs> what you were saying oh no um, see so how long how long of a bit did you miss there? <laughs> um, am I am I back on now? 
Yeah, you're back on it. I just didn't <laughs> want to interrupt because the conversation was so going so well. But uh, like as soon as you stop talking, uh, then it, you know, it went in again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was, Rob, that was an important piece. I think you should, should actually. I don't, what, what was yeah. I saying? I don't remember. It was about uh, the community getting along. Oh, the community. Yes. yes. Community. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so. Um, yeah, so I was like, so I've done, I've done love, like before doing, before doing the cocktail videos, I, I've been doing for years doing the f uh, videos on YouTube in, um, in the Photoshop, uh, Photoshop editing um, niche, as well as the martial arts side. Um, what do you, what and, martial art and what, what do you? Um, I do, uh, I've, I've been an instructor in jujitsu for, for many, many years. I've been doing it pretty much my I whole do life. I do jujitsu too. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I've been doing it since and, I was that's awesome. All right, Dave, this is awesome. what we and, with. And I've been, we're done. I think we're done. Oh, no, no, no. Last time I was in, I just located a shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyway, so, so we've done, and I've done like a, having my, my filmmaking background, we've done a lot of like, I've done a lot of sh short films, short martial art films and stuff like that. Um, and just the, the, um, the amount of negative comments and trolling you get on in those niches is is astounding compared to the compared to the cocktail niche i like i've gotten i mean yes our channels are still fairly small but i've got like no everyone everyone in the community is just so nice nothing everything's positive there's no negativity um you would think that you'd get the occasional guy coming on going like that's not how you make that drink but you know you don't get that you really don't um, i'm sure it well, get, i think uh, like you know i think and when it comes to youtube and everything you have um people are starting to realize that like just because like you have a cocktail channel doesn't mean the other cocktail channels aren't going to be successful. So you don't have mm -hmm. to be like adversaries. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would say subscribing like, is free. Subscribing is free. So it's not yeah. like, you know, you're not fighting for someone's subscription or their money. You're, you know, it's not, has, yeah. I, I can subscribe to every channel on YouTube for absolutely free. So just do your thing and do it well and support the next guy. And hopefully you guys can work together and, and, and help boost each other's channels, exactly. which is what we, what we're doing. Yeah. Well. And the whole, and, and, think, and, you know, and Go ahead. Yeah, and, and creating creating um the whole like, creating a community like this and engaging like me and Vino we always talk we chat a lot on Instagram and always talking about engaging and there are certain channels out there that we find and they're just there's just no engagement and if I comment comment back reply let's start a you know start a yeah because algorithm yeah. links that yeah. stuff exactly. I mean I just found the uh, Jessica Savage like she just popped up on my page she's awesome she's so fun I was like <laughs> yeah. My sense of <laughs> our videos are good i just just started <laughs> just started i think she's um started following each other not too long ago and started watching her videos and uh, she's got great personality on camera yeah good energy good energy mm -hmm. and, you, and you like to see it because remember we're still fans of the, of the genre so it's not yeah. like we don't yeah. want to see other great channels you know um it's great to see new guys come up and you're like oh man this guy's great or just you know i love his, this cocktail i never thought of it you know you don't you can't think of everything and even guys like myself who've been doing this for a long time you know I'm still learning new cocktails. I see stuff on Robin Davis channel I never heard of, you know, or it's a classic cocktail, especially, you know, David does a lot of like Margarita Mondays where he does different versions of margaritas. You know, you when you're when you're working <laughs> in the business, you make one margarita most of the time. So seeing different versions is always fun, you know. So it's uh, it's uh, it's cool to see what the other guys have to bring to the table. It's funny. Even when, if it's what, fifteen old fashions at the beginning, like Rob said, eventually people start doing cooler and original stuff. Well, and even the old fashioned, there's like a million different ways to make it. I yeah, remember. Yeah. Back back when I started in in July, one of my friends um, who doesn't know anything about you know the cocktail world, he was. He, I told him about the idea, you know, the idea of what I'm what I started doing, and he's like, well, "How long how long can you keep that up? I mean, how many cocktails are there?" 
<laughs> and I just kind of laughed at it. I'm like, dude, this, like, this, you have no there's idea. more than five. <laughs> well, I mean, very original. There's a variation. Just that's the thing. So that's oh, yeah, absolutely. You could be doing an entire channel just on the old fashioned. <laughs> oh, yeah. you'd, you'd have content for years. Yeah. I had the, you've uh, almost, you're, Rob, you've almost done that. I think you've done like seven old fashioned. I have a playlist. Yeah. I have a playlist <laughs> on my, for old fashioned variations. It's my favorite drink and I love yeah. tweaking it in different ways. Yeah. Just wait, I'll build my uh, margarita playlist. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to get big. Oh, I mean, how many of you, how many of you done already for the margarita? Have 10 minimum, right? At least. Uh, 10, at least 12. Yeah. I have 60 recipes that I've been working on. What's <laughs> nice. your favorite one you've done so far? Uh, actually. Please don't say the margarita one. Please. No, 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 it's good. Dave, it's actually Dave, good, Dave. but no. <laughs> I'm not going to do that today, David. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I think one of the earliest variations uh was a jalapeno a jalapeno was it the jalapeno peach uh no just the straight jalapeno okay was one of my favorites although the christmas margarita with its orange notes absolutely uh knocks it out of the park too it's one of those it's one of those drinks that you can just you can just take any which way (laughs) you really to call it a margarita really only need tequila yeah <laughs> and then well, after that you can just whatever you want <laughs> after my after my um <coughs> maraschinos uh cherry, <laughs> i thought you know i'm gonna teach people how to make cherries <laughs> That's a good as, long idea. as long as they don't glow in the dark go ahead it's fine i don't care <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i was sick the next day so maybe that was it <laughs> we, uh, remember vino we did that uh on uh, on Instagram, we did that like I, I had that poll, you know, uh, oh, yeah, Sardo right, versus right, yeah. <laughs> like Sardo versus neon red, and some people got upset. <laughs> it's, a, it's 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 a point of contention. I know in my industry, it's because our because so in events and catering presentation is everything, right? Yeah. Because you're 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 pre make you're pre batching a lot of cocktails, and you're doing weddings and stuff like that. So everything is so intricate. Every detail is so important. And so if you have these like neon red cherries. It just looks cheap, you know? <laughs> so it's always important to use these like Luxardos or Bada Bing or anything that's kind of just the darker red. It looks like you put more quality and more time into the cocktail. So the neon red I think, red I think the, the neons have their place too. Though. But for like a, maybe mean, like a, a what's a pina coladas and kind of stuff like that, you know? If you make, make like, a, a, like a blue, yeah, pina colada or, or like a blue, yeah. like an AMF, um, or like it's neon <laughs> yeah, like, like blue. Stuff like that, yeah. You know, you want, you want that, that neon blue, neon red, you know, it just goes well together. But just think don't about the Milwaukee old-fashioned. Old old <laughs> don't do the Milwaukee old-fashioned with no. a, uh, you know, a, a... It has to be a, mer- a red neon. Oh, does it? Cherry. So yeah, that's, a, that's a... And I get flack because I didn't use Corbell brandy. And unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't have access to it. So I chose the next best brandy I could find. And that's the thing funny about you said that because, you know, again, you know, having been in the industry so long and the old fashioned being my favorite cocktail, I never heard or knew that Wisconsin had their own version until yeah. recently. Um, uh, Rob sent me a video, yeah. um, uh, told me about uh, Mad Men. Mad Men. Yeah. I've never seen a show. And so the I guy mean, makes an old Wisconsin style uh, old fashioned. And I was like, what the F is that? Yeah. So this is the Don, I don't know if you're familiar with Mad Men. I've actually never watched it, but I've, oh, I, know, how does, I know. How does Mr. You know, Rat Pack over there never saw Mad Men. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big, you know, I'm not a big TV guy. That's why. I'm just, it's, but yeah, uh, so, I'm, so on yeah, Mad Men, Don, Don Draper um, is like famous. Again, I've never watched the show, but I know of the character. And he's famous for being the guy who always drinks in old fashioned. Yeah. And there's a, there's a famous scene in there that 
you see him. They're, they're, they're having a dialogue, so it's like it's kind of like background action. But he's he jumps behind the bar and he makes himself an old fashioned. And the technique is all wrong. <laughs> and you know he he pours it in a glass. He dumps he muddles cherries and uh, and then he dumps way too much ice. And then he dumps like half a bottle of uh, of club soda. And then he just does a quick <laughs> stir like this. And it's just like oh god, it hurts to watch. It hurts to watch. And I remember yeah, looking at the co- the comment section and one person just. I mean, there's thousands of comments on it, but looking at the comment section, one person's like, this is how I've been making my old fashioned for years. And then one person replies and goes, so you've been making it wrong. That's It's funny. I feel like, what's that? I said, that's why he's a, he was a marketing executive. not a bartender. <laughs> But I mean, unless the show, if the show was, was, um, was set more in, in like Wisconsin, which we found out from uh, what Anders, like I didn't, I never knew about that one either. Um, no. But uh, if it was supposed to be set in like Wisconsin or somewhere where that's how they make their old fashions, they use crushed ice and then they muddle cherries and stuff, yeah. which I find yeah. is disgusting, but <laughs> that's yeah. how they like it. Yeah. And then, like you said, the brandy also something like to throw in there. Yeah. I always find that interesting because I'm sure you know this, Vino, like, but I don't know if it's the same in Canada, but every state has a different like liquor control board. So, oh, yeah, you can't. we know that all too well. Yeah. Yes. Ontario has the worst one, I think. Yeah, we are locked down for pretty much anything good. <laughs> you would we think have, New York. We literally New York have. So uh, we have the literally the, the only liquor store that exists in Ontario is called wow. the Liquor Control Board of Ontario, the LCBO, and so they got chains all over Ontario. But it's 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 government operated, huh. and it's the only place you can get liquor. So the problem is that if they don't carry it, you can't get it. You can't get um, it. Wow, Fantastic. and it's controlled on how you can import stuff too. Yeah. So. They've started opening in the past maybe five years or maybe even less than that. They started opening sales in of wine in grocery stores. Um, mm. But even that it's, but even then it's controlled by the LCBO. So, so the, it, it's the same stock, you know, it's not like you're going to find something in the grocery yeah. store that you can't find at the LCBO. Um, so yeah. Can it's, you it's, drive it's, over the border to the U S and pick stuff up and go, or is it problematic? Um, well, right now it is with COVID. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you can do it. Um, again, it depends on how long you're there for, how much you're spending. So you're going to have the taxes and whether they're going to confiscate any of it because you're way over the limit. Hmm. Uh, but there's duty-free. And again, the duty-free doesn't have a lot of, really, it's all Ontario stuff anyways, if you're crossing in Ontario. Yeah. Hmm. But I would love to zip across the border and just go nuts with a bunch of stuff just to try just to try new stuff yeah you can also go over to we can also if you're um, i mean i'm fairly close to uh to the quebec border so you can go over to quebec and see if they have anything different they've got their own it's it's less regulated but they have their own um control board for liquor yes Um, thank you i would imagine you guys can get to like chicago or new york or something you can get a hell of a lot of stuff that you probably can't still a good drive (laughs) yeah i imagine it is. Montreal, it's annoying I imagine, me. is pretty too, right? In that sense. I probably got a pretty good yeah. uh, collection and stuff. I'm five hours, five and a half hours from Montreal. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm five about two. So. Yeah. Mr. Coffee, then, I mean, Mr. 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 Black Coffee Spear is not that good, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that good? It's good. Oh, man. don't say that. Don't. <laughs> Steve might be listening. <laughs> hey, the, final video is, the final video is out. <laughs> yeah, I can talk crap now. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't have to promote it anymore. <laughs> oh, he's got one more video he's got to do still. So, I, I just like want to like, find right? 
there's one, I remember St- Stefan, uh, um, you know, Stefan Voisy, who uh, follows all of us and comments a lot. Yeah. Um, he's been telling me about one, one coffee liqueur uh, that's available in Ontario that, that is, that is comparable to Mr. Black. Like it's more of a, a it's a cold brew and it's not as sweet as like Kahlua or stuff like that. Cause honestly, I think the, the only I've had Kahlua and maybe Tia Maria, that's pretty much my the extent of my coffee liqueur uh, experience. Um, I'm definitely looking to make my own. Um, I've looked at, I found a few recipes and it looks pretty simple. It's, it's, I know What's coffee, it's cold brew and then add simple syrup. Listen, if you're a coffee <laughs> drinker, if you're a coffee drinker, Mr. Mr. Black is actually tremendous. It's, it's mm-hmm. like, it's, I don't think it's comparable to Kahlua really. I think it's a whole different no. breed. It's, it's, it's delicious. It's absolutely delicious, but it's not a, a one-to-one replacement for Kahlua. That's so what I figured have, because it's like, less Kahlua, sweet, right? It's so less yeah. sweet and it's, much more of a coffee flavor. So, you know, if you're used to making certain things with Kahlua, you may have to adjust the way the recipe works to oh, add Exactly. Like, like if you're making a Tia Maria then. Because if you're making like an, an espresso martini, you expect that to be like really sweet. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Kahlua, Kahlua, I know a lot of recipes that's Kahlua and simple syrup. I find mm-hmm. it's not necessary. Which is crazy. You know? yeah. yeah. But uh, but if you're doing a, like a cold brew, like a Mr. Black, you'll probably, again, I don't have, exp- I don't know, but I would assume you'd probably have to add some simple syrup to that. But it depends how you like your drinks. If you like them yeah, stiff. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Because I've done it. And I, I was like, no, I'm, I like it just the way it was with Mr. Black. No, no simple nice. syrup, nothing. This was awesome. Yeah. Just like that. It felt like you know, like you know, a stiff breakfast drink, coffee. Uh, then. Yeah, I have those all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I have one right now. <laughs> I'm getting a little, little low here. <laughs> it's time. Let me know who's, who's, who's the lush of the group here? <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Down can, those drinks. I've, I've, got a, I've got a proper sipping drink. My Negroni is. Yeah, so my cup, my uh, cappuccino. <laughs> so what uh what places were you working in new york you know me yeah well no I, wor- I worked in the events business i worked at a big uh, exclusive venue in new york city yeah, so we did all the, the new york public library awesome yeah 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 so uh we did a lot of events there i mean we did major galas we oh, did, um, you know was that don't mind me. I'm just making another. Oh. <laughs> Did you put it inside of a? Uh, He's got it. Yeah, yeah, I need to get. A, I need to get a proper ice box. I don't have a proper ice box. I got a little cooler back there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we did. We did a lot of big movie shoots. We did Sex in the City. Uh, we did uh, the Ghostbusters. Uh, we did a few movie show. Uh, a few TV shows. So and then we do. Uh, uh, we do big weddings. Oh, we did big weddings for. Um, for uh, you know some of the socialites around New York City, major banks and stuff like that. So. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I, used, I worked uh, a couple of different places. Um, I worked at Union Square events for like a couple months. Oh, you worked at Union Square? Nice. But uh, uh, yeah. So did you work? I'm, did you work in? What did you do there? Wait, waiting, wait stuff. No, I'm a pastry chef. Um, oh, you? Oh, okay, okay. So did, I did you know? Um, did you know? Oh God, well, who's the head pastry chef there? He left. Uh, great guy. I'm blanking on his name. Uh, oh my god, his wife is Robin. Um, Probably not. I, I worked there for like a couple of months, and I got a oh, it was like short. Teaching okay. is like pays way more. So there's <laughs> 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 a lot less work. That's for sure. Catering's catering's tough. Catering is uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's a, it's a grind for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Just wait till all of this is done. You know, you won't be able to stop because everybody's we'll going to see. Do it. 
We'll see. I gotta tell you, you know, you're doing this, you know, I've gotten the bug and the itch, so I kind of do my own thing now, you know, not not have to go back into that world where you're like working, you know, seven days a week, late nights, no sleep, you know, on your feet the entire time. You know, it's uh definitely have got my 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 wheels spinning and, and kind of uh turning or whatever and thinking like how could I leverage this whole, you know, my knowledge base to to yeah. you know kind of work for myself, you know. I'd yeah, love to take this full time. Same boat. <laughs> I think we all would. I think it's part of why we're doing it. Besides just the love and the, and the community and all that stuff that we have for this stuff, um, it'd be great to, to, to leverage this into like a, a business. You know, I think uh, me and Rob talk about that a lot. You know, just to be mm-hmm. comfortable doing this would be great. Right. You know, yeah. Because you know? it's a, uh, especially the and restaurant industry, like you don't have it's a so life outside hard. of work. You know? Yeah, it's so hard. And, you know, but the thing is, and, and me and Rob have these conversations literally talking about it yesterday, like, you hear every day about some new guy, the millionaire oh, off of YouTube. And you're like, Jesus Christ. And like, you never heard of him. And it's like some random thing. And you're like, yep. this, this, it's possible. It's so, and, and again, we're not talking about becoming millionaires here. We just want to, I want to, you know, make pay sure bills. My kid, yeah. yeah, pay my bills, make sure my kid gets what she needs and, and, you know, everything's good. And I can do this and with like, the same passion I have. In, now, you know? in every yeah. niche too. Like it, it, it's, 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 I see it in every, every niche that I follow on YouTube. Like I remember the first one that, uh, that really that was just a guy that does that does like he reviews uh reviews marvel movies like superhero movies and the day that you know i was following him for a while and then one day he did a video and he's like guys i just quit my job I'm doing this full time so i'm gonna like double the amount of videos i'm putting out there and when he put out that video i was just like damn this mm-hmm. is what i want to do you know yeah. like, this yeah. is the goal and like let's live in the dream right there is yeah. your what you love and, one uh monetized yet or it's monetized. Yeah, it's been. Uh, I haven't posted. That's why I'm reviving it this month, which is why I've been working on my set. My set. Um, it's been monetized for for about four years. It still racks in some. Without even though I haven't posted, it racks in some money. Uh, so I mean, that's that's pretty decent. Um, so that's why I'm like, I got to get back to it. I was never consistent with it. I'm a lot more consistent in uh, in my cocktail videos. Um, so. The, fa- the thing, the thing is, I, I, I've managed to streamline my cocktail videos. I know exactly how I shoot, how I edit. It's very streamlined, so it doesn't take up too much of my time because it's, you know, it's not monetized right now. So I can't, I can't have it taking up all my time. Um, the Photoshop ones were taking up a lot of time, which is why it kind of like, uh, even though it was monetized, it was making enough to, to kind of justify the amount of time I was putting into it. So I'm still working on how do I streamline the process. Um, so I've got the cocktail ones figured out. I got to do the Photoshop, get the f- Photoshop ones figured out um, so that I can get back in and manage two, two channels at once. That's going to be the, uh, the hard part. I think you're going to do well. Yeah. Thank you. Because I think <laughs> yeah, uh, all the, uh, you know, everyone watching this who's doing their own channel is going to be like, oh man, Rob knows how to do Photoshop. <laughs> you're going to click on all the right, go, check. go subscribe. <laughs> But you know, it's, it's, it's different though, is, is, um, the, there's let, I found let, maybe that's just lack of, of trying on my part, but I just, there's less of a community. Like I've met more people in the same niche in, in like six months of doing the cocktail videos than five years doing the Photoshop videos. I, I literally haven't met any other, um, 
any other people doing the same thing. There are, they're out there, but they're just, they seem like maybe unapproachable or, or they're so big that they're just like, ah, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> but but, yeah, like this, but the virtue of our niche though, the virtue of our niche, it's a very, you know, cocktails are a social thing. Yeah, so exactly. I think that, you know, we we're bringing a sense of joy and, and community just by what we do. Cause this is, you know, what yeah. people want, especially now with COVID where people aren't able to go out and drink and stuff like that. This is almost like going out to the bar and having a drink with buddies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, so this is yeah. why I think if probably getting a lot more of that i think it probably already existed but i think now it's becoming um more apparent and i think these, these no, last, especially well, yeah like you said with covid you can't can't go out and drink with buddies um we another um another great channel uh, alchemix carl and, and riley his wife, and his, yeah. his wife uh, did they do this channel alchemix and on uh, new year's eve they did a live stream and i mean it wasn't it would have been even better if it was like everyone was streaming at the same time but it was just them but we were in the chat i mean vino was there uh, tim gotta love tim yeah. kirkland um, was a super fan. Tim Kirkland's super <laughs> he fan follows everyone he's super fan yeah super fan number yeah. one um but anyways but uh, he was there and we were so we were chatting it up uh, till like till after the new till 1 a.m and uh, on new year's eve and it was it was so much fun it was like yeah it was like hanging out with with buddies no you know, absolutely can't do that right now it allows us to keep connected to it in a way that we would maybe not be if we were all doing our regular thing too. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I also think uh, if, you know, when it comes to Photoshop, like, do you really watch other people's Photoshop videos? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> you usually, so, people occasionally. watch videos, they just, they're trying to figure out, like, I'm, it's probably me trying to figure out how to do yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not watching too many other channels um, unless I, unless there's something specific that I, I don't know. But that, but that that's part of it too is that is in cocktails or, or in like food any kind of food or any kind of food channel, um, you see something you like you follow you subscribe to the channel you like come back every week is like hey I want to know more, but in in Photoshop I find often it's people they're looking for they find my my videos because they're looking for one specific thing I don't know how to do this, you showed me thank you but now I'm out, <laughs> I don't need to come back that's all you you gave me what I needed. Um, yeah. So, so you, yeah, you, you don't, you don't get as many of the, of the heart of the, the Tim's you don't get the hardcore yeah. fans. Um, yeah, I'm number one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I think our personalities, you know, we are kind of, it's almost like a mini blog in a way, you know, cause we are presenting ourselves too, versus where, uh, you know, I think with a tutorial Photoshop tutorial, it's very like, you know, this is what you need to do to get it done. Da, da, yeah. da. But with this, you know, we're trying to infuse a little bit of our, you know, infuse to use a cocktail terminology to uh, infuse a little bit of our personalities into the, uh, into the cocktails and into the show. Um, so that little piece of it really can, I think, connects with people. If in fact you have a personality of any sort, <laughs> if you don't, they're probably not going to connect, but if you do, and we have a lot of guys with great personalities and, and gals, no, um, absolutely. Helps to connect with people. So, Dave, what do you do for a, like a living outside of booze on the rocks? Uh, I'm an operations manager for a telecommunications company. Oh, that's why you're such a good communicator, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to learn that skill. <laughs> <laughs> I was a really good technician at working with my hands. Um, and I became a manager and learned a lot of struggles. And there's a lot of pressure in that industry. And the pressure ramped up when COVID hit. And it was ramping up before COVID anyway. But once COVID hit, the drive was on to keep everybody connected. Uh, and a lot of that issue came down to now people are working from home. Now they're doing their homeschooling and they have to be, have that availability. So more pressure on the managers, well, in every part of the company to either 
get new infrastructure out there in whatever form it is to uh, to managing your technicians and they're all over the place and doing what I do. We created a call center out of thin air for some of our guys because we couldn't, the call centers were closing down. So a lot of different wheelhouse. And this has been one of the best outlets I've ever had. And you know what? Just, I talked to Vino, I talked to Rob, I even talked to Steve, the bartender on occasion, and Leandro, and, you know, just slowly, even Peter, you know, uh, it's just people that have the same interests, which are nice outside of yeah. work, because I find, and I'm sure everybody does when you're at work and you're talking to your friends at work, all you're talking about is work and you don't have that separation, right? So this mm-hmm. gives you, this gives us something that's, and I enjoy it. I really do enjoy it. I was not a big drinker before this. Everybody was like, all my friends were <laughs> What do you mean you're making a cocktail channel? You don't drink. Well, I do, just not very often. And <laughs> but it's it's funny. It's funny to people that don't understand the, um, I guess the the uh, the cocktail like the the, the hobby, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you you need to get you know people think you're just buying. I remember my my uh, my sister asking my mom at one point when I started getting heavy into to cocktails of buying up new, new bottles and different, you, you know, you get into at first, you just have like the, the basic five, right? You got your like rum, yeah. tequila, gin, vodka, whiskey. And then you, yeah. do, and then you start discovering all the liqueurs and Amaro's and all that other crap. And you're buying, you're buying lots of bottles. And I remember my, my sister asking my mom at Christmas a couple of years ago, I was like, is, is Rob an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, no, like I rarely actually get drunk. I just enjoy a drink um, every day, you know? <laughs> well, I asked my wife if I could buy another camera and she just, because I do everything with one camera that I do. And it's a lot of extra work because of that. Yeah. So I asked, can I get another camera? And she said, well, as soon as you get 500 subscribers, said, okay, <laughs> I got 500 subscribers. And then I went, can I get another camera now? And she went, no, you got there faster than I expected to. <laughs> <laughs> which is great. I got there, you know, as fast, well, a little bit faster than I wanted to, which is perfect. Uh, however, I'd like to be able to do things with two cameras. It would just make yeah. things so much easier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in the same boat. Well, it's think, being- uh, you know, when, I keep saying once I get monetized, like then we can think about another camera. <laughs> very expensive. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, I, it's funny. I, I bought the, because uh, I, you know, my, I do video productions as my, as my day and as my day job. So I've got a lot of equipment, but I bought the GoPro because uh, a couple of years ago. So it's just like, that's so cool. I, I want a GoPro. I see all the videos, people doing crazy, like action video, action shots of GoPros. And I'm like, I want one. And I bought it. And then it just sat on the shelf for like two years. <laughs> I never used it until finally I'm like, it was actually, um, I don't know if you're familiar with, um, uh, J. Kenji Lopez. He's no. a he's a look him up on. A, he's a he's a foodie. He's a he's he's a he's a foodie, but he's like a scientist too. He's re- really awesome videos, and they're very simple. But he know he understands like the science behind food. Um, yeah, J. Kenji Lopez Alt. Um, and anyway, so he he's been doing. Uh, he was doing. He's been doing for years, but a lot more since the pandemic. Uh, these these POV shots. He's got the GoPro, and but it's just it's unedited, like uh, just one long thing of him making various food. Um, so I got the idea. I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to do a cocktail thing. Let's why don't why not do it uh, point of view? There's not too many guys doing that. Um, 
And then, but then I'm like, I being an editor, I don't want to do a, a continuous shot because I'm going to screw up. I'm going to like, I forget a lot of ingredients. Sometimes I have to go back to my counter and be like, oh, what am I missing? Uh, so I want to be able to edit things. So then the, I got the idea of, okay, let's put, uh, I just use my, my iPhone for that. Just put the side phone, the, um, I clamp it to the side of the, my bar cart. Yep. And then now it allows me to have two angles that I can cut back and forth um, from. And it, it can, you can really, you can shorten the time of a video um, and make it faster and snappier because you're not, you know, you're not walking away and, or you're having like hard cuts when you can cut back and forth from, a, from other angles. It allows you some flexibility in editing or if, yep. you, if you do something stupid in one, in one take, you can, if I cut to the other angle, you won't see it. You know? <laughs> yes. I'm the king of doing something stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah but yours are funny. You got to leave them in. <laughs> well, I do. That's why if I don't leave them in the direct thing, I put them all at the end of my video because I, yeah. I, I cannot speak English, which is my first language. <laughs> I really struggle at flipping cocktails and uh, stuff like that because I have dropped a few things and broken a few things. <laughs> You know, I've been wanting to try your little flip the thing for a few to I can I just I don't have the, the guts to do it. <laughs> I guess if you get a good seal on it, you're fine, but oh god. I've seen you drop oh, it at least once, but <laughs> I've had a couple of good seals and the whole thing still come apart. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm not I'm not I'm not uh how do you break the eager seal to try it out? <laughs> too stuck. That's my question. When I was doing my cocktail the other day, my the uh, shaker, like it was so stuck together. Like, is it a three piece or a, or a, like a, a Boston? Boston. Okay, well, Boston. I, I just give it a good smack and it uh, comes apart. I had a, I had one like a through the three piece shaker. I have one of those, and this is the one I use when I'm at the cottage. But uh, that one, it's like it's impossible to undo it's so annoying it's it's a it's a crappy one it's not like a very good like Vino. you got like that awesome yeah. uh the vacuum there, seal but, one uh, i really i like that one i should it's, get it's one. Uh, that one elevated yeah. craft it's so, what i love about it is that yeah screws yeah it's so unbelievable it's double double wall never gets too cold i mean it's i honestly i can't my boss is shaker saying that i haven't used this since i bought it since i bought this thing it's tremendous it really is the only reason I mean I the only reason I use the Boston shaker with the glass is because of my side well, angle. I, think, yeah, I, think, I like yeah, to see the liquid going that. into. Yeah. yeah, that's what I use. That's yeah. what I use. I like my close both of you guys fill mm -hmm. with the glass. Yeah, yeah. I like How to see the liquid. I, uh, I remember. Free. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the, the second the second video I ever filmed, which actually I I ended up scrapping, so I never yeah, those went things forget a, about it. Um, once it, no, I think I have the same one. That's yeah, the one. Once it expands, it's, it's forget about it. It's uh, they've been yeah. Well, you can't, you can't. I got it. two of these from family members. This one, actually, when you pop it out, has recipes on it. However, oh. I have never once used them <laughs> because I tried it once. Once it sealed up, and I couldn't get the top off. Like this is just couldn't do it. Couldn't yeah. do it. Never use it. That's not. <laughs> yeah, with the Boston my though. Kids, um, my kids. <laughs> with a Boston though, yeah, you just give a good smack on the side and then. Or what David says, uh, hit it with the, the hit it with the smack it with the, yeah. the strength of a thousand. The strength sons. of a thousand sons. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna break it. I was like, because <laughs> the other one is less. But uh, if David hasn't broken it yet, I just have quiet. an idea. <laughs> yes. Speaking of, well, I was thinking about uh, the Mister Boston cookbook because I mean not cookbook, uh, cocktail book. Because that's like how I started bartending stuff um, in pastry school. I was friends with uh, 
restaurant management kids and they all had the you know mr boston is like the classic cocktail book that you start from um never heard of that but, one no, oh. never, never, never I heard of that one they have a website too really well um anyway i was thinking it would be cool we're making all these playlists to make you know some money to monetize some stuff, you could make a cookbook on each playlist. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, definitely thought. I've definitely thought of that. Or even because <laughs> you guys, you guys are gonna do this every month, right? So well, the, the, challenge? The, the challenge. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. We'll see when if people get to, people get yeah. too annoyed with. Yeah. <laughs> we've gotten, we've gotten. Uh, I got, I got to say, we've gotten less submissions in this one than the, the Christmas one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, hopefully, I, I think, I think Christmas uh, burnt some people out. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. G- Georgie from uh, from Just Shaker Stir, he did his twenty five cocktails to Christmas, and he stuck yeah. to it. He did tw- he did a, a cocktail a day from every single day, December first to Christmas. And, and then, he, then he ran away to the woods instead of had enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and oh, he stuck to it. He did. He did great. But uh, but yeah, I think he. I think it, it burnt him out. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, been a little, he's been a little more. Um, he's still releasing, but he's been, he's had less. It's talking about that a lot, though. Like how many? Like you know, because so many people came in. If you look at most of the cock, not most, but a lot of the new guys that started, including myself. It started because of COVID, right? So there was, yeah, you yeah. needed something to do, or you or you decided to transfer your skills to whatever. You know, will will there be like this kind of tail off of people after a while? You know, we've already seen some kind of go away. Um, yeah, we've seen a few ones. go away, and and um, hopefully we don't lose. I mean, I like to support everyone, right? I mean, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I, I, de- I definitely don't have that. I'm, it's easy to get into this and think and have the mentality of of you know you guys are my competition. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't don't have that. No, like, we're all absolutely. in this together. We're all growing together. Um, and so, so it's sad when you, when you see some guys, some guys leave. When I started actually before meeting any of you guys, um, within the first month of, of me starting, so I only had like two videos on, there was this one guy, one guy I, I met and it was an Italian kid doing, doing cocktails. Um, and so I'd comment on all of his videos. He'd comment on mine. We, we, we were, we were collaborating, not collaborating, but like we were uh, yeah. engaging back and forth for about a month. And then uh, around August, he just kind of tailed away. Yeah. And it, was, it was kind of sad, you know, I was like, ah, cause we started around the same time I did. I think almost like our, fir- our first videos were only like a week apart. And I was like, dude, you gotta stick it's, with it. It's, 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 it's twofold happen that fast. It's twofold. What are people's expectations? You know, they think monetization is gonna happen quickly. They think, oh, I'm popular with my friends. Well, I, and I've got a great personality. Well, everyone just attached to me. I'm gonna have a thousand followers in a couple months. That's not realistic. Um, and also, I think some people are going back to work and, uh, you know, yeah. you realize yeah. that this does involve a lot of time. You know, um, I'm not working right now, obviously, because my industry has been shut down, but I, I already find that it's time consuming. So I can imagine someone like David or Rob who are working um, and the amount of time that it consumes uh, in their daily oh, God. Uh, events. <laughs> I, <laughs> my videos right now, because I, I edit, I, I don't know why I decided this. Um, I decided, well, I, I, I shoot in 4K 60 frames per second, um, which I decided mainly because I have heard that that the YouTube algorithm um, prefers higher higher resolution videos. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it helps me, but eh, I'm sticking with it. But I shoot 4K and, and my, my computer at the moment um, was state of the art in 2015. <laughs> so, so it's not anymore. And, um, and yeah, when, when I, uh, and when I do my, my color grading, like my edit with my effects and my color grading and everything. So I do my color pass and I go to edit and I go to render that. It's not my, not rendering my final video, just my, my color yeah. pass. 
Uh, it takes about eight to 10 hours. Um, do you have a video on that? Because I have no idea what that is. <laughs> uh, not yet, but I will, I will be doing that. But uh, which program you're using and <laughs> so, well, color grading is basically, I go in and I, I just, cause whenever you shoot, sometimes your colors are not the greatest. So I go in and I just make sure that the, uh, I, I said, I go into the hue and saturation and color balance and I make sure everything looks as best as I can. Usually I add a little bit of sharpness too. So make everything yeah. look nice and crisp. Um, but that, too. yeah. So then you, so I render that and then that chunk takes about eight or 10 hours. So I try again, like I said, I've streamlined it. So I, I do that. So I set it overnight. So it goes, it renders overnight. So the next morning I get, I get to finish the video um, and do my final render and the final render only takes about an hour. So that's not bad, but, um, but I mean, I, I am due for a computer upgrade, hopefully this year. And that should, because I, this is the other thing is I, my computer at the moment is 16 gigs of Ram which again was state of the art back in 2015 um, to, to properly edit, to properly edit 4k, you should have at least 32 gigs of RAM. So I, I'm not even halfway there. <laughs> well, and there are there. spots where your system will chug still, yeah. even with that. Cause yeah. I upgraded, I upgraded my system when I got in because my computer couldn't render at all. It just mm. died outright. The moment I tried rendering something. Uh, yeah. So new pieces of computer, Still can't figure out why I'm really slow in certain areas where it just chugs and crashes and oh, and now you can't even find hardware because it's all sold out because of COVID. Yeah, you know I do everything off of an iPad. I find I film on my iPhone and then I edit on my iPad. I use uh, LumaFusion, uh, which is uh, pretty close to Premiere for uh, an app. Uh, I use Filmic Pro to film, which is a really great filming application. And uh, I tell you, I mean, I don't maybe because it's all kind of done you know, through one kind of uh, ecosystem, the, everything processes so quickly, uh, even color uh, correction, anything like that just happens really quickly. So, I mean, I'm glad I'm not using a computer because I'm not trying to upgrade right now. Definitely not. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, it's good. And, and you're able to do something more on the fly. Like for me, you know, if, if we had like an idea for a video and we want to release it tomorrow, it's not happening. Yeah. Exactly. And I could film, oh. I could film, edit and upload like four films in one day. I do, I'll do that mm. sometimes, but I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll film Monday and Tuesday and just, you know, like two, maybe three cocktails a day and then have all six edited because I have, a, you know, everything's kind of streamlined for me too. And then I just have it all uploaded and ready to go. So I've got like through February pretty much already up on YouTube, ready to, ready to fly. Nice. Yeah, I, I've, uh, I'm about, um, um, I'm not edited. Obviously editing takes more time, but uh, I've, I'm about 10 videos in shot. Um, yeah. So what I do is I, I, as long as I've got my ingredients and I've got my, I've got my, um, my list um and and i'll you know set some time because i'm you and i'm also using natural lighting for my bar mm -hmm. uh, which winter you is any, you don't use any lights no i don't use no lights i'm using all natural because really? my bar uh, my bar is right against my patio light. window yeah um so it's all natural light so i have to shoot wow. uh, between between 12 and 4 is my ideal mm -hmm. shooting time after before well before that well i could shoot before that it's just too early who wants to drink it 10. <laughs> I guess it's fine, but, um, but after, after, <laughs> after four, uh, the, the sun actually sets in my backyard. So I, I get uh, really harsh light inside. And then I did, if you look at my second video ever, it was the Queens Park swizzle. And especially the side angle is fine. It's beautifully lit and everything, but the top view, it just goes like super bright then super dark, super bright, super dark. <laughs> Cause I've got harsh light coming in. And every time I kind of look up, it gets bright and then it, go, yeah. and it just darkens as you look down. Um, and I remember like, and I can't see what that's, uh, that's shooting. Right. Like I, 
I look at it on my phone because I control the GoPro with my phone. So I see, okay, I, I line up the shot before I start shooting and then, okay, hit record. Then I put the phone there to record the rest, the other angle. So I don't, I don't see what that's recording. So it's, it's basically you do it. And then when you upload to the computer, you go, oh shit, <laughs> it, it didn't work out. Got to re got to reshoot that one. That hasn't, that hasn't happened too many. It was one that I scrapped. Um, one video was scrapped. It was actually Moscow Mule. And I scrapped it. And I'm glad I did because my side angle, because I'm using a copper mug, it couldn't see anything. No, so for that one, I actually want to get a, a kind of a higher view and see see me kind of dropping the stuff in the in the glass. Yep. Reshoots, um, man. Reshoots, it just goes, just reshoots in general. Or, or like, oof. again, my, you know, I, I pretty much can bang mine out because, again, I don't script it. I just kind of go with it and stuff like that. But yeah. because of that, sometimes I'm not satisfied with my energy or, you know, kind of just the way I went about things and stuff. And I'm like, shit, this is, I got to do this over again. I'm not going to keep this, you know. So it's like, it's, it's not a waste of a cocktail because I drank it, but it's, it, it gets feels, expensive. Like waste of, it feels like a waste of energy and stuff also, too. Oh, yeah, it's a waste, I, of energy, I, a waste of time and it gets expensive after all. If you make it does, two or three cocktails, you realize that uh, now our pricing is a little bit different than it is down in New York. A bottle is $28 for a bottle of gin, you know, to, you know, $100 for something decent. Uh, Especially if it's a cocktail that maybe it wasn't the greatest or like it took a lot of, you know, different ingredients and you're like, oh, I, I really want to do this again. And sometimes you just throw it up being like, whatever, it's, you yeah. know, no, I don't think anyone's going to unsubscribe because this wasn't my best video. <laughs> No, and I mean, and like I've made, I've made videos, uh, I've made a few cocktails that I didn't like, um, mm -hmm. and the, you just, you just be honest with it. I'm not going to finish every video by going, "This is amazing, no make it." Way, dude. <laughs> like no I'll tell way. people, like, "Yeah, I didn't like this one." You know, you can try yeah, it if you yeah, want, but yeah. I thought it was crap. Yeah. I think all, all of us are pretty honest. I think uh, you know, you saw my Long Island iced tea video. Um, you know, we, <laughs> we I like Long Island. I don't know. It's it's a, it's the fun drink to just throw together and and yeah. <laughs> Although I prefer the the, uh, the Texas tea, where you swap the Cointreau for for bourbon, yeah. and uh, that bourbon just gives it an extra. And I I up the like instead of doing equal parts, I give mm -hmm. it a little more bourbon, and uh, it just I don't know it adds just a nicer, nicer yeah, something to it. Fucked up. That's what's happening. <laughs> My connection with the cocktail is the nineties nightclubs and getting destroyed. And so like, it just, it just like, it all comes back to me when I, uh, you know, when I tried it on the show, it was the first time I had one since 2000 maybe. And I mean, the minute I started pouring it, I could smell it. And I was like, I started, it started <laughs> making me nauseous. I swear. Oh, yeah. well, I think your, like, your oh, thumbnail is you going like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh man, this is not going to be good. And you know, I, like I, I could see the appeal. I mean, I drank them, right? They're they're they're, they're like gonna get you smashed, and who does? That's what you want to do when you're young. You want to get smashed on yeah, as few absolutely. drinks as possible. Um, and they're sweet if uh, if that's your thing. And you know, for me, I I I, I come and go with sweet. Um, but uh, yeah, I just it's it's just the memories are just too tough for me. People oh, on the other on the flip side, like the pina colada, right? I when I drink a pina colada, it takes me to the most happiest place on earth because I've only ever had them. In Port, like in Puerto Rico, ah. sitting on the beach and stuff, and you know, it who just, doesn't it just like takes a pina colada? It just takes me there, you know. So I mean, it, yeah. the cocktails have that effect when yeah, they've sure. been part of your life for some part for some reason or another. What was the uh, first alcoholic beverage you ever had? Mine was Long Island iced tea. <laughs> yeah. Mine, well, mine it's was the first, beer. It's the first cocktail. No, it's the first cocktail I ever had. I, first, I had a the first 
alcoholic never had was a 40 ounce of old e back in the days. Oh, yeah. I used to be a homeboy back yeah. in the days. I used to be a homeboy, guys, you know, believe it or not. So, Mine was... uh, you know, yeah, so I, uh, I had a 40 ounce with my homies and uh, we got destroyed off of that. And I remember it was a super snowy day in New York. Back when it used to snow like Canada in New York. And I mean, we were, it was about five inches, seven inches, eight inches, I can't remember. But we, uh, we, we all went to the bodega and we all got ourselves a 40 and we just hung out in the snow drinking and it was I, I it was it was it was awesome. It was the coolest thing to get like you know twisted in the snow with my buddies. <laughs> I think the first um, cocktail I ever had was a pre-mixed Long Island iced tea. A what? Uh, what it was pre-mixed. A, a pre-mixed pre Long Island. Oh, so God. so you know so you can. I, I think I know the exact <laughs> bottle you're talking about. <laughs> so oh, I drank God. that, that for, for a cocktail. Cream. For a cocktail. So we drank or I drank three quarters of the bottle. You know, oh standing not thinking about anything, and I had been sick recently. Um, resulting walk home from where I was was not a good experience, as I recounted in the video when I when I made this because of the I destroyed the neighbor's bush. <laughs> but I think the very first alcoholic drink I ever had was Molson Export. When I was like 12, 13 years old, and at the time it was like Molson Export. <laughs> yeah, so. I remember my my first alcoholic beverage was uh, not I guess uh, not the first alcoholic beverage but the first one I enjoyed because um, I remember I mean it was was beer but but I remember like you know occasionally when I was young tasting my dad's beer and going oh that's gross but the first one it was after it was actually after my my black belt exam and you know you have six hours of like sweating and throwing guys down and I was underage then but but um, I forget who it was but someone came along guys guy it was like guys you guys did so well today here's a case and I don't even remember, I think it. It might have been Molson Export. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I forget what it was, but it was the most because you know six hours of, of sweating and, and and like pain. It was the most delicious thing I've ever had because because of the moment. It was probably not a good beer, um, but in the <laughs> moment know. it was just like wow. Oh my god, that's refreshing. Uh, first cocktail. Um, I don't know. Does anybody just like? Rum and cokes even count yeah, as cocktails. Yeah, cocktail. <laughs> um, I mean, definitely start when you know started clubbing at uh, the ripe old age of eighteen. Um, um, rum and cokes were big. I wasn't a big fan of those, but I really, I was, I really enjoyed rye and ginger. Uh, those, you know, yeah. more more flavor to it. Um, rum and coke is just coke with like mm -hmm. this little mm -hmm. little underlying thing of rum, you know. Um, but rye and ginger has, you know, it's, it, the ginger ale has just more flavor. It feels it feels like more of a cocktail. Um, and then you squirt, you got a little lime on top. It's a, I really like rye and gingers. And then my first kind of more than two ingredient cocktail would have been a, a Tom Collins. And, mm. uh, yeah, those those are awesome. And my first cocktail, like my like my go-to cocktail, like that was hey, that's what rolled, you know, that's what uh vino, uh, whatever drinks was um a um gin and tonic. And uh, I mean I used to get that everywhere when it was uh it was uh just if you know I grew up a big rap pack guy, big Sinatra guy, D Martin guy, so yeah. you know, gin and tonic was big with them and stuff like that. So it always just kind of gave me that vibe and um I used to go to a lot of jazz bars too. And so that was uh, just a cool drink to have and just sit back and watch and like, you know, Winston Marsalis and stuff like that come perform. One of the cool things about New York City is that you can go to a regular jazz bar and, uh, you know, there here comes, you know, some famous jazz musician or, 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 or singer. And they're just kind of jamming out with the, with the regular, you know, folks and stuff. And it's, it's, it's super cool. I mean, obviously that's not happening right now, but it's one of the beauties of New York. 
Can I, I'm kind of glad none of you said screwdriver. No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 Technical difficulties. Switching to my phone. Like sneaking into like Leandro's bar and then making a drink. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's doable. It's all you need is a green screen, just, and then just pretend you're grabbing stuff off his shelf, make your drink, oh, yeah. and then walk out with a full, with with a cocktail, and he doesn't even yeah. notice. Or you can you know if you do like a do like a um, Star Trek transporter effect, and then like little materialize at his bar, and then when he's not there, and then make yourself a drink and head out. You know? <laughs> I need more time to learn editing. It's just one of the things I don't have the time to do. Great. Well, that's I, I like to add it into my into mine because again, because I've got that video editing background, I, I love adding those special effects and stuff. So yeah, you always add cool effects. Well, my recent one, have you seen the in the end of my uh, end of my? Uh, I like to put my oh, dog. Getting at the end. shot by Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had fun doing that. Yeah, I put I put my dog at the end of every video, and then I'm trying to find new new exciting ways to new exciting adventures to have him do. <laughs> I do think that you know, uh, and I was again, Rob, we, we were talking about this too, like like you know, not becoming just evergreen, you know, uh, content. You know, how do we? Yeah kind of do stuff that's just very uh, organic and at the, but for the moment um, that feels fresh and kind of engaging at the same time, you know, um, cause it is right now, literally just like tutorials, right? Just literally tutorials. Yeah. And that's great. Uh, obviously it's been working so far, even in, in, at different scales, but it's working. Um, but I think, you know, when you see like the true successes on, on, on you, just looking at, um, at Greg, you know, Greg has gone beyond the tutorial, right? He's become right. a pop culture channel now. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's, that's been, been working for him really well. He, he like skyrocketed recently, you know, he was already obviously growing very, very big and stuff. Yeah. Cause there was a lot less channels at that time, but once he became much more of a pop culture kind of guy, I mean, that guy has been like, he could make 25 minute, 30 minute videos yeah. because he, he goes into this large kind of larger picture uh, thing that people really seem to be engaging with. That, that's kind of the hard, uh, the hard thing on on YouTube, I find, is is on the one hand, um, like be, being in video video marketing, I've always told my clients, you know, short, punchy videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if mm-hmm. you can't give your me- if you can't say your message in one in under one minute, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But then YouTube comes along and goes, no, we want long videos because we want watch time. So yep. make them over ten minutes. So I find I find it's hard because on the one hand, I want to make my videos punchy so that people watch the whole damn thing. But then I'm like, well, then I'm getting less view time. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's a and hard. You, wanna, you don't want to lose people because they're not attached to you, to you yet. You no. know what I'm saying? So like, you know, I got, I'm, I'm, I mean, who's punchier than me? Sixty-seven cocktails, right? Like my co- my videos are average five to eight minutes long, the longest. And uh, you know, I know I have a lot more to say and, and whatnot, but I worry that those videos are going to lose people. You know, because you're taught. The hey gets even 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 um you know YouTube might say do this but when you listen to a lot of these you know uh, YouTube kind of influencer guys like you know uh, Gary G John Brad G Johnson whatever his name is and uh, people like Brian that G. Johnson and, yeah, yeah think, Nick think Nick Nimmin yeah stuff like in and out in and out get your point across get your point across you know yeah. like, you know yeah and so you you get that kind of gets in your head when you're doing your your stuff and you're not thinking of it while you're filming necessarily but you, you it's you a, it's those guys though it's hard to it's hard to, um, uh, 
I bet it's hard to translate some of their tactics to to what we're doing. It doesn't overlap. Like, it doesn't. No. It doesn't. It doesn't. Because them, them, it's 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 marketing, right? They're like they come on. They're like, I'm going to show you how to to get more views in under five minutes. Stick around mm-hmm. to the end, and you're going to see something awesome. Tips. Like, how do you do that here? Like, stick around to the end, or else you're not going to know how to make this content. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just got to go around to the end, or you're not going to. You should start something with the dog. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to well, find out until the end. After that's the not a bad idea. Leandro has changed, Leandro changed his format. You know, he went into the whole yep. education portion first, and he found that people were complaining, or he was losing subscribers. So now he does the cocktail first, and then if you stick around, you'll get that's the right. whole story. Well, that's that's and, a good point. Yeah, and I, and I like that. I like that. You know, and um, um, it's definitely something I think could work in our, in our, in our, in our, in our niche, you know, to a larger uh, um yeah, I mean, the one thing I do is is like if my format is like uh, I introduce the cocktail, I maybe I've got maybe five seconds to give a, a small history, and then mm-hmm. I'm right into making it, and mm-hmm. then I give tasting notes while I do my little b-roll yeah. funky shots, and then I got then I got my dog at the end. Um, that's yeah. that's my format, but definitely switching it up might make sense. You know, uh, yeah, maybe maybe. Uh, maybe don't go into too much history at the beginning, even though like five seconds is not too much, but <laughs> keep the history for at the end. And mm-hmm. then maybe put the dog at the beginning or in the middle or something. You know, yeah, like yeah. A, and, and I don't necessarily up. think that even the history of the cocktail is always that important. It could be, you could make, you know, going back to what Greg does is, you know, get, maybe get into kind of a pop culture topic and talk about this, this cocktail in relation to something pop culture or just bring up something, you know, like you want to talk yeah. about, you know, I think that having that kind of, cause you know, we, I think one one of the things that I personally find really important in, in my culture, my cocktail experience, um, and that's missing here, is that we don't do the come for the drink, stay for the company. You know what I'm saying? We don't yeah. do that here. We come for the drink and we just kind of leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that there's a, a portion of the community that would stick around. I think guys like Tim and Trevor and people who oh are not, God, yeah. not other hey. not other not other niche guys, not other creators. These are, these are fans. I think they'd stick around here as kind of talk and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, we, that's we, why- for, we made him for our, our Christmas martini challenge. We made Tim make a video. <laughs> and I'm quite proud <laughs> of that. He did pretty good too. <laughs> he did. Um, yeah. So like, and, and then for, like I mentioned earlier, Alchemix uh, doing their, their live stream on New Year's Eve and, and they did another one on New Year's Day and Tim was there for both. And well, so was I, <laughs> so, but, uh, and Vino was there too. But um, I mean, that, that, that community, it was just, it was, you know, it was so much fun. Um, I do think being, like, you know, we've talked about this, Rob is like trying to do more like this live. Yeah. And getting, live stream you know, like this um, in this format, but also live streaming. Um, mm-hmm. I've been looking into, was it OBS? Uh, it's online broadcasting. It's, it's a free, it's a free, it's free software yeah. that allows you to, to do this like uh like zoom calls but then add some cool designs over it so we can put like everyone's logo on it and then stream it on youtube um yeah. so it's live so not only have you have the lot you have the live people but you can have the the people live doing the live chatting oh, there's yeah. another there's another thing like that um one of my other channel people i'm going to be interviewing uh karen she said um it's called Streamyard, but it's cool because you can put you can put Streamyard, it on YouTube, you can put it on Facebook, you can put it on all the platforms oh, nice. at the same time. Oh, nice! So That's good. I'm gonna check that out because yeah. uh, Streamyard, you said. Streamyard, yeah, it's got like a, a duck, like the logo. <laughs> And that's yeah, another way I've, I think. I've heard, really that one. heard of OBS, but um, but definitely you know, one of those because uh, I think yeah. That's in 2021, that's why we want to we want to start doing a lot more live streams, and engage a lot more people in the community, and and have just like 
like because I think you could parties. <laughs> around the because uh, you can live stream on YouTube from like your mobile device, mm-hmm. but you from your laptop you go through Streamyard. It doesn't yeah. recognize, so you can just do it from whatever, mm-hmm. um, which is what I was looking at it for. <laughs> but uh, I think a live stream would be cool. I was just thinking uh, it would probably be a cool challenge to like do uh, some sort of like use what you got as like a live stream. Like yeah. with. Yeah. I was like, you just got one, one person's got to, got to host it and then everyone just, Hey, join. And we can do a different, different group people. We do it, do it. So once a month or a bi-weekly thing, yeah, you, you touch thing. on a different topic. You start, you start on a topic, start on a topic. <laughs> it organically go. goes at other places. Yeah, yeah. But people are, listen, you know, going back to Dave, right. You said you, you start common man cocktails, right. That you saw three guys, kind of just being silly and having fun and that yeah. helped that made you interested in doing this, you know? And I think that's the community that we're in with that. We're social, we're a social group, right? We want to uh, engage with people that way. And I think honestly, they, if, if we did a live stream, just, you know, us three and a bunch of your subscribers, my subscriber, they all want to stick around just to hear us talk and, and talk yeah. amongst each other and stuff like that. I really think that, you know, um, that, we, that I, I, I'm, I'm very confident in things like that or what we need to continue to grow the channels individually and also as a community. Well, yeah, they, I mean, they say like, you know, do all these short, like in your face things, but then you look at, you know, Joe Rogan is the most successful podcaster ever right now. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And yeah. his videos are three hours long and half of them are talking about nonsense, just like mm-hmm. we are. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> oh, I mean, I, I follow this, this, I don't, I don't watch their live streams because I can only take so much, but I mean, I follow, <laughs> I follow guys in, uh, in like the, uh, superhero, superhero movie niche and star Wars niche. And they do these live streams, um, last like three hours. And I don't, like I said, I, I'm a fan, I'm a star Wars fan. I'm a superhero movie fan, but not that I'm not sticking around for three hour, three hour podcast to, to listen to. But they only need you to stick around for a little while to get yeah. the algorithm. But, yeah, but you watch their, you watch the live chat go and it's just like, and people are, they're doing the, you know, the super chat where you actually have to pay to, yeah, yeah, to get yeah. your chat up, up higher. And you see the super chats going like 20 bucks, 10 bucks, five bucks, 20 bucks. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> this is where the money's at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The super chats are definitely, that is, there's another thing. Have you guys had this yet? Uh, one of, one of my YouTube friends uh, uh, has it. It's called uh, tip or uh, something like that. Or there's a new thing now where you can actually, yeah, like tip them right through YouTube. You're not through, nice. not through like, like, like does it have, to, is, is it, is it like, is it direct direct to them or is it is that only I've seen that done but it was for charity like no no it's right it's a new oh, it's directly to them YouTube. yeah oh, it's like it's like right next to the subscribe button it's why not <laughs> tip or something like that uh, I can't remember uh, I think I've seen it but it was theirs was specifically like the live stream was was a fundraiser for a charity no no this guy button. is just a regular dude I don't know how he has it and he only has a couple he only has like 1500 subscribers um, I do cocktails for his channel every so often. He has like a Las Vegas channel and stuff. Oh, nice. And so, uh, yeah, so he um, he has this option and he said they just kind of gave it to him. And it's because they're kind of trolling it right now. I don't just, think that. Okay. Yeah, might, that might be what it is. Yeah. I haven't yeah, seen that. I yet. mean, that's a great, that's a great thing to have. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's, and it's, it's good to have bleeding hearts, believe it or not. And they all kind of, hey, if I can give this guy a dollar, just thank you. You know, like, you know, there are some, I know like Stefan, I know he's a big contributor to Steve, the bartender and stuff. You know, there are guys out there that, um, 
that's what's great about uh um was it uh one of the one of these content creator gurus guys was talking a lot remember back in a couple months ago uh youtube like completely died for for like four hours remember that? Yeah, I, I i thought i was i was panicking i thought my channel because it was i i I was logged out. I mean, okay. Usually I'm always logged in, but it logged me out. I try logging in and it was like, this user does not exist. I'm like, <gasps> now, I remember thought, you DM me like panicking. Like, yeah. no, I wasn't I think, panicking. I thought I it just completely, man. <laughs> I, I, I thought it wiped my video didn't upload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even a, Steve, the bartender was, was doing a live stream and it just like, yes, he was on a live stream. That's right. That's and, right. and yeah. And I thought my, I thought my channel was just gone. Um, and so I was in a panic mode and it came back. And then shortly after a small content creator, a guy who does like these, like, like, a, like how to, how to make it in YouTube. He made a video shortly after that. And it was like, you know, what, what would you do if YouTube suddenly crashed, suddenly died mm-hmm. for good? Mm-hmm. And it's like, are you, are you branching out? Or are you sticking? Are you niched in YouTube? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's an interesting topic. That's why you, you, you know, you can't just, you got to be on Instagram. You got to be, I, I recently got onto TikTok. I said I never would, but I'm on TikTok. <laughs> you know, I hate TikTok, but hey, you got to do it, man. But, you know, but this is going back to what I was saying about not like necessarily going back into my industry. Like, yeah. you know, David was like, hey, bro, uh, Tim, uh, Vino, whatever, when it's over, the COVID's over, you know, things are going to be crazy again for you. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if I could find ways to branch out and like really expand the brand, I mean, Ultimately, yeah. that's what we all want. And I have that opportunity right now because I'm not working. So I can spend most of my time focused on that. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm homeschooling my daughter, which is because right now because of COVID and stuff. But, you know, I still have enough time to do it. Um, and if I can make that happen, I, I definitely think that's the way to go. Because YouTube, what if YouTube doesn't last forever? You know, it probably will. I don't think Google's going anywhere. But, you know, it's like, still you want to. I think of, you know, of all, yeah. I mean, it's, it's right. You know, you definitely have of all the of all the social media, I think the two that are sticking is Facebook and YouTube. Yeah. Twitter, I think, is on its way out. I think Twitter's dead, dude. I think Twitter's dead. And honestly, now with like, you know, the Donald Trump, like not being president and stuff, you know, it's going to be less people engaging on Twitter because, you know, he was a big, people followed him, right? They want to see what he's yeah. going to say next. But now that he's gone, he's going to have less of a presence. I, I really honestly think the channel doesn't know who's, who's our guy, who's our marquee guy right now. You know what I mean? Um, it was already dying. And it's, I think it's, it's just kind of like, ready to go people are visual too i don't think they only want they don't want to see just words they want to see no i mean it was it was it was an interesting concept when it started you know like quick little Mm -hmm. snappy snappy 140 character things i was big into twitter when it first started Mm -hmm. um but now it's people are more visual yeah i mean but people don't we also didn't have the technology really to kind of what instagram does which is put up low res photos even even like tiktok like I, I told you on, uh, I'm amazed at the, at the editing capabilities of a TikTok, yeah. of the, the, the in-app editor for TikTok. I'm like, I can, I can do full on editing right in the freaking app. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Only a minute long, but I'm like, holy crap. And that's, this is incredible. I, I, I can't, I, I, I can't believe fashion. how TikTok took off. I, I just, it's, it's amazing how it took off and it's been something I really want to kind of get into more, but I just, I don't, I don't know. It's hard, man. It's hard to be on so many different platforms. Well, I mean like snap and look at Snapchat. Went, I think that's yeah, exactly, and then it went. <laughs> you know. It was huge. At one point, it was like, "Dude, yeah. if you're not on Snapchat, it's you're. What are you doing? You got to get on Snapchat." Listen, and then a year later, it was dead. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, that can happen with TikTok. You know, Facebook owns Instagram, so that's not going anywhere, and Google owns YouTube. This is not going anywhere. But 
you know, TikTok could disappear anytime now, you know, unless Microsoft buys it or something, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's, it's, it's possible that can happen. Something controversial can happen, which is very possible with all those underage girls on there and stuff, you know, so that's, you know, everything's possible. Yeah. Man. And all the political that's one of the crap problems. that's on there too, you know, it's, it's like, I've it's, noticed sweat, you know, cause it's, TikTok is all about just swiping by videos and every, and swiping, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Let's go. Oh, that's inappropriate. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, what is this? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a lot of like ridiculous political stuff and, and young women, and it's just not appealing <laughs> to me personally. No, um, it's not. Not in that format. And so for me, it's just like, nah, nah, I'm I, trying I, to just I, stick to stick to the cocktail stuff and see who's on there, who's doing that on there. And yeah. And a lot know. of our guys are not, that's the funny part yeah. about it. It's really yeah. an entirely different community of cocktail people. I can't yeah. outside of Vlad, none of the big guys are doing it. And very few of us are doing it. But, he, I mean, but even Vlad, he's found that it's not his cocktails. He's not even doing cocktails. He's not doing cocktails. He, he just does ice. He does ice sculpting. That's all he does. He does ice sculptures. It's hysterical. He just, he grabs these big blocks of clear ice and he and sculpts like an iPhone out of it. And he's like, ha ha, iPhone. That's it. He makes it. He doesn't he know any cocktails it on it. He's <laughs> yeah. got 6 million followers on yeah. it. And that's his focus now. That's his, that's yeah. his TikTok audience on youtube Focus it's cocktails but yeah, on tiktok TikTok, he does mon- and tiktok monetizes you know so it's like you know it's smart fan to do that how do you, you how monetize do you, quicker it, than youtube does is it monetized yeah how do you monetize monetized. on tiktok i don't know how but it is because a buddy of mine has a hip-hop uh, 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 tiktok and he gets money on it Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like- I got to start learning to ice sculpt. <laughs> I don't have time for another hobby. <laughs> I know, man. That's why, honestly, I think you have to look at YouTube as a, as a way of marketing I'll just, your bread. I'll just use my little, there. I'll use my little ice balls and I'll make little emoji faces out of them. <laughs> that'll actually go fast. <laughs> you could do some bar fight uh, techniques with your cocktails, <laughs> jujitsu and your cocktails. Bar fight. <laughs> You know what? Years ago, years ago, I had an I had an idea for uh, when we were still looking for me and my me and my like troop of uh, martial arts actors. We had an idea for a uh, for a short film to do to film in a bar and do like a bar fight, but have like a f- do some flare bartending and then like smash bottles of people's faces and stuff. And I had a, and I found it online. I found a, a guy who could make candy glass. Uh, so if you're if you're familiar with candy glass, it's what they use in movies. Whenever you like, you smash glass on a person's face. It's yeah. it's basically it's glass but made of sugar, so okay. it breaks. It still hurts. <laughs> if you've never been here with it, it still hurts, but it's not like real glass. It's, it won't cut you. Um, it might, but anyways. But so so but they can make like they can basically recreate any bottle made of candy glass. So you can get a bottle of you know of your favorite whiskey and make a candy glass, and you can smash it over someone's face. Um, so yeah, I wanted to do something like that. So that was years ago. I had had this idea, and I knew a friend back then who did uh, who did kind of bar flare, and taught me a few kind of moves. I've never really practiced them, um, although I do I do a lot of like web I do a lot of like weapons. Uh, like if you see me with a bow staff, I'm I can do some pretty cool stuff with a bow staff with a bow staff or a sword. So I can I feel like I could easily translate that to bar flare. I just never really practiced it, but uh, but that's something that I don't know I might revisit. <laughs> Now that I'm now that I'm doing the bar stuff, that might, I might revisit that idea. <laughs> I always, whenever I do like cooking videos, like especially when it comes to butchery, I'm always thinking about like, oh, like when I was spatchcocking the chicken and then like breaking down the chicken, I was like, well, then you arm bar the chicken and you pop out this joint. <laughs> 
give it a twist here, pull down, and just watch it somersault over your shoulder. <laughs> One of my favorite new cooking channels, the guy, he's not, he seems to not be, he might be big on YouTube. I haven't seen him, but he's big on Facebook. But this, this, uh, he's an Australian kid um, who's like a like heavy metal kid who, he does these cooking channels, cooking videos, but he's so vulgar. <laughs> and, but he's got his niche is just like extreme vulgarness in what he does. And but it's great, it's hilarious to watch. <laughs> yeah, well, he wouldn't succeed on YouTube anyway. I don't think YouTube has like strict monetization stuff rules, right? Like, I don't think you could yeah. be vulgar like that and stuff. Right? Maybe you have to have. I'm pretty sure they, they 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 look at your content before they monetize it. I don't know. I've I've, uh, I've been pretty strict on not swearing in my channel, but. I've seen a couple of you guys, not, not, maybe not you guys, but yeah. a couple oh, other I had a cocktail. I've sworn a couple. I've sworn a couple of times and try really hard not to do it. Mm-hmm. But, but haven't had, haven't any trouble with monetization or, or YouTube. Uh, no, no, it doesn't it. It's not supposed to happen within, I think the first minute of the video. Mm-hmm. Based on their monetization rules. If I remember correctly. Yeah. That's what it sounds but like. Once I make the certain time frame because the algorithm kicks in and listens to listens to your video so for anything i was planning on doing this summer i was planning on doing the amf and starting the video which is me going adios motherfucker <laughs> so i shouldn't do that is what you're saying <laughs> well you can do it yeah you might not want to monetize that one i had two cocktails with the word fucking it guys <laughs> I, I, just, I hate that censorship because like it it doesn't matter what you say. It's what, what are you, what's your intent? And yeah. that's the thing, exactly. The, in, the, in the context yeah. of the way it was used. Yeah. Like in, in New York, like, fuck is not a curse word. <laughs> it's not. No. It's not. Like, you know, there's, it's, oh, it drives me nuts because it's like. Fuck, the, fuck is barely a curse word. It really honestly doesn't feel like anything when you hear it. It's like. No, curse. it's. Yeah. It's, got, it's gone so. Um, so common. So mainstream. So common, yeah. Yeah. And if you oh, ban yeah. the and they're just going to get replaced with new curse words because it's about intent. It's not about, yeah. you know, <laughs> Fine. a word, yeah. you know? I mean, you can say a lot worse things without cursing, that's for sure. Yeah. That's true. Just yeah. Exactly. If you want to be. <laughs> I wonder if they... I wonder if they censor in, like, other languages, too. They probably do. Maybe. Maybe. Do they censor French? Uh, uh, Rob, they censor French? Sacrebleur! <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, uh, they, may, they may not. They've stopped putting it blue. Automated, um, What's the automated, What do you call it? The automated uh, captions. They've stopped doing that now. Oh, have they? Reason. Oh, really? Some of them were terrible, though. Yeah, no. But it was I kept, for, for people who because my on my Photoshop on, on my Photoshop channel my like my company's name is IMX Productions so like I would always say hey I would just start by like saying hey Rob Baldwin here IMX Productions and then in the caption would say IMAX I'm like no I'm not IMAX <laughs> that's not me <laughs> the next best thing <laughs> it's like the, they're they're getting free publicity here <laughs> but that was that was I guess that was just a, like the handicap and whatnot right I mean I have to imagine like. I don't think I want to request it. What I found though is, um, I mean, and I use, I've, I've, uh, I'm subscribed for, like, I put a lot of music on my, on my videos and I'm subscribed to this, uh, it's art, artlist.io. Yep, same here. That's what I use now. Okay, you, nice. And uh, I've never had a, tr- I've never had trouble with their music, but my previous, my Photoshop channel and my, like, a lot of my uh, filmmaking that I did back 
like way back when um i used it was a place called shockwavesound.com and it yeah. wasn't a subscription that you had to actually buy the song and i bought like oh, i spent a lot of money on music there but mm -hmm. uh, those songs always get flagged Dude. it's still today like I'm, i have videos i put on 10 years ago that i get I, i'll suddenly log into my other my other account and it's like oh uh, your video just got flagged for using copyrighted music. And I have, I have like a, I have a script that I saved in my files that I just put that on. And it's like, no, I have purchased this music. I own the rights to use it on YouTube, blah, 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 blah. And then I send that in. And then I, I always win. I win the, uh, the have, you guys, have you guys ever looked at the YouTube studio? Cause that's all I use. I use the same song for every video. Cause it's so, so low in the background. And anyway. it's just yeah. a jazz song. Um, have you ever looked into their stuff? I mean, it's not bad. Maybe I've used a few. I've used a yeah. few, but uh, no, I tend to stick to uh, Artlist is fantastic. Yeah, and it's, and it's one, it's Artlist.io and it's one, I think it was it like. Uh, one payment a year and you can use whatever music on there. Yeah. How much is it like? Sure. It's not not that bad. It's like a hundred bucks a year or something like that, or maybe a little more. Well, it's more than that if I remember correctly, but. Because it's free. But anyways, but it's a, uh, it's yeah, it's like like one payment a year, and you get to use all of their music. And I mean, for Christmas it was great. I there was like a whole bunch of Christmas music. I was like awesome. Mm -hmm. I remember looking in, uh, I was when I was starting to plan my like my Christmas videos back in, uh, in like September, even September October. I was like, huh, what music am I gonna use? I need like jingle bells and shit. <laughs> and then I looked on Artlist. I'm like, found so much like originals or remakes of of classics and. Yeah, I gotta tell you guys, great. YouTube I'm Studio good, had a lot of a lot of cool yeah. stuff too, man. It was and it was all free, you know. I mean, because I, mm -hmm. I had Storyblocks and Virginia, I think it is Storyblocks. Yeah, I've heard of and, them too. Yeah, yeah and, and it was great, but I was like, you know, I don't feel good paying for music that is not commercial. Like, if I'm gonna pay for music, I might mean, I might as well be like, you know, Frank Sinatra. You know what I'm trying to say? So like, yeah. if I'm not paying for that, then I'm just paying for, like, you know, indie music or something like that. I'm just gonna use this free stuff. I just I don't know. I just I just didn't feel the selection that i was using was that much better than uh the YouTube yeah. studio but i don't know what you guys i mean obviously your selection is probably great, artless is good you know, I, I, I definitely like yeah, it uh, i've been on it for about a year and I there's another like one it. that everybody else recommends too i can't remember the name of it that seems to be the one everyone really goes to epidemic yeah 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 what is epidemic oh yes okay it's the same it's the same style of thing i used a uh uh, free for use in your vlogs sound from my first hundred videos, probably. Mm -hmm. And I got a little leery because all of a sudden people were getting copy strike. And I was like, I've got everything. That in was the happening. Bottom. I've yeah. got something in the bottom of my video that says at this link, buy this permission. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And I just kind of went. And then that guy's channel disappeared, but it was taken over by somebody else who was still offering. So that's why I changed my music. Yeah, because that was happening to me in Storyblocks also. And that's part of the reason I changed too. It's like, this is getting frustrating. Yeah, I was, so, afraid, I was afraid that I would all of a sudden lose a hundred videos overnight and be like, oh, yeah, it's not, yeah. Well, that's what, like I said, like I used to use Shockwave Sound. I still to this day get uh, get copyright strikes from it. Um, but I've got like, I've got a standard a standard kind of dispute script that I use. <laughs> and I, I send that in every time it happens. It's just, it's, but it, it is annoying. And the problem with YouTube too, and that my channel's monetized, is while you're in dispute, you don't make any the money. the copyright owner gets your money. No yes. way! Wow, it's it's not even being held. It huh. literally reverts to them, and huh. this is a this is a problem with uh, with big uh, people, especially people in the uh, the entertainment industry, like like the movie review industry. Whenever like when you if you review a movie a movie, and you want to put scenes from that movie in your in your video, 
that falls within fair use because you're doing it. You're doing a critique. So you're allowed to use, I think it's like up to, up to 30 second take like clips of 30 seconds. You can't use like simultaneous, like show it five minutes of the movie, but if you're using little 30 second clips and you're, you're critiquing the movie, you're that, that falls within fair use. But what happens is these big, and this was a huge, there was a huge, huge like uh, uprising a couple of years ago about this. I don't know if YouTube's done anything, but these big production houses were doing this thing where they were basically flagging all these channels that do review videos, and that knowing knowing they'll they'll lose they'll lose the dispute, but it'll take about ten days to to lose that dispute. And in the in the meantime, they're stealing all their their freaking revenue. Oh wow, that's crazy. <laughs> they still they still do it. There's a Sony Music has an entire yeah. branch devoted. Oh yeah, I, I I get flagged by Sony all the time. Mm. horrible yeah um, <laughs> so one of the things that i get flagged for um was so i i also wrote a book on marijuana but i did a, a spooky video <laughs> and i mean i made it like cbd so that's like legal in yeah. all 50 so but they youtube still didn't like it and they flagged it uh that they are only going to show it to, it's only going to come up to people 18 and older that are signed into YouTube. Yep. And wondering how could they do that for me, but for all these bartending channels where you got to be 21 in the US to do, do, we, it. do we get do we get flagged for that? Yes. You have to actually you have to actually uh, put yourself as 18 or older. You may have done it once and then just completely forgotten about it because I've, it applies to every video. I've dabbled in a, I've dabbled in a few uh, YouTube ads. I've dabbled in a few YouTube ads and it has come up as as uh, your video will only be shown because you do alcohol content, your video will only be shown yes. to people signed in over 21. Has that, have you seen like huge drops in? Cause I feel like a lot of people just aren't signed in, you know? Uh, maybe, I don't know, not necessarily. I, I don't think there's, I honestly don't think there's a huge drop. Most, if you look at the analytics to any of your videos, which they can sort of track the age rooms, I think I fall between 26 to 35 seems to be my biggest age group for some reason. And then it drops incrementally down there. That's uh, funny. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it does. As you get a little bit older, I guess you've had more to drink and you're like, yeah, whatever. And <laughs> it, it, I'll stick to my beer. <laughs> yeah. I'll stick to my beer. I'll stick to my whiskey, my bourbon or my whiskey. And, but you look at that group, I don't really see anything below that from the 18 on or 21 on. I could just be again. What's the drinking age? In Pardon? What's the drinking age in Canada? The right nineteen, 19 and eighteen in Quebec. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Quebec's fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, until the police pull you over and realize you're nineteen and you're from Ontario. You're eighteen and you're from Ontario. Uh oh. <laughs> and then you're in the good old USA. You can fight a war, but you can't have a drink. That's why being in Ottawa, we're like right, like right on the river. Hall Hall Gatineau is right across the river, like ten minutes from us. So yeah. every 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 Ottawa kid who turns eighteen is like, we're going to Gatineau. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just we're across going the bridge. Fucked. <laughs> I mean, they're looking at switching this, uh, the drinking age in the U.S. They've been looking at it for a while because what's happening is kids are binging because they have to do, you know, when you're doing it unsupervised or like, you know, at someone's yeah. home because you can't go to a bar, you're more likely to overdrink. Yeah, because it was an article. I re- there was an article I saw years. Speaking of that, 
article I read years ago that was saying the there's a cor- there's a direct correlation. They did some obviously a lot of research. Direct correlation between like when when you when you get when you get drunk, you do stupid shit, right? Um, mm-hmm. And they said there's a direct correlation between that stupid shit having lifelong repercussions if you're older. So that's where they're saying there's when you're older, the drinking limit is is 21 or even higher, whatever, and you start doing stupid shit, there's more lifelong repercussions to that stupid shit. Where whereas mm-hmm. if you drop the drinking age to 18, 17, even 16, that that stupid shit that you do is not Ooh. as bad. So, so that's what that like, way earlier. <laughs> so they were, yeah, exactly. So they were basically saying it, it you the drinking age should be dropped because you get over that dumb shit that you do at an early age and it won't have these lifelong repercussions. Yeah, well, in Europe, they uh, they can drink at a much earlier age and they yeah. drink with their meals. So for yeah. them, they don't have the same, yeah, I can get out there and have a drinker. I have to go out and sneak my drinking and my booze with my friends in the backfield someplace yeah. and, and I got to get home somehow. Right? Yeah, it's you know, just, a, a connected way to what you said, David, like, so in my business, you know, you do a lot of... Uh, uh, you do events for a lot of foreign clients, yeah. but the planners and people are normally Americans. And so whenever they have like a European client, they're like, oh, my clients are European. That means they drink a lot. Da, da, da. And I always try to explain to them, they don't drink a lot. They drink often. There's a really big difference, right? So yeah. Americans drink a lot. We were bingers because of the, the strict rules that we're raised with. And I, I mean, I imagine Canadians are similar. You know, in Europe, it's part of the culture of drinking. So they drink often. Maybe they have a wine during lunch and, and then a wine during dinner, maybe another drink afterwards. So they're never drinking so much at one point that they're getting inebriated, you know? Well, yeah. And that's it's a like big was, difference. A big difference exactly. I try to explain to them. It's like I was saying earlier with my, my sister going to my mom and going, like, is Rob an alcoholic? You know, it's like, no, I just I have I have a wide collection of whiskeys and and mm-hmm. other other uh, other liqueurs and, and spirits, but it's not like I'm binge drinking every night. I very rarely get drunk, um, yeah. but I enjoy but I enjoy a drink on a daily basis. I mean, the beauty of cocktail making is the experience, right? And then having that drink afterwards too. To, to well, and kind it's, of like you know, and I've and I've always back. I've always kind of been that way. I remember um, when I was when I was younger. Uh, going to going clubbing with my friends i'd always be that guy we we, we had a big group of friends we'd get to the club and one guy'd be like let's get 10 pitchers of cores and i'd be like oh can i get mm-hmm. one guinness please <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then look at it, everybody looks at you funny and you're like what well, i've like never been a bitch drinker man never yeah. been i've only been drunk maybe four or five times in my life where i've been like holy moly drunk when we used to go to the in the um once a year, I don't know if it still happens. It's been a few years since I've been, but in uh, in Vegas, every every uh, July, there's a there's a huge martial arts conference, and so we've gone there. It's in some, it's a martial arts conference specifically for like school owners and school instructors. Um, so we we've gone. We went several years in a row, and and of course, you know, so you're you're training every day, but you're also partying every night because you're in you're in Vegas, right? Um, and we we'd be walking the strip, and these guys would go to the there's this one one casino is like a buck of beer. So they'd go in and they're coming out with like four beers in each hand, like ah. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm gonna wait till we find a nice cocktail bar yeah. somewhere. <laughs> like, I, I don't need to get wasted on stuff that tastes like piss. <laughs> <laughs> the worst beer I ever had, actually speaking of piss, was in Aruba. I remember uh, having their uh, their like native beer. They would give it to you at the hotel like in buckets. For like five bucks yeah. like oh wow how bad could it be right it was <laughs> so awful well on the flip side their water is unbelievable 
the tap water is incredible. <laughs> so, I mean, the tap water, I was like drinking tap water because the beer was so bad. Damn, like, it tap water. <laughs> Imagine getting that excited over tap water. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, this is good. This is good-ass water, yo. Yeah, I'm absolutely. from New York City where it's notoriously the greatest tap water in the world. Uh, but uh, I mean, I'm assuming Canadians have a pretty good-ass tap water. Our tap water, well, it depends. If you go into the countryside, you get this, like, this. I, I went to a few, play, a few like, um, uh, campsites where campgrounds that had uh, like a sulfur rich water yeah. uh, so so you so you get that egg egg smell in the water that's yeah that's not cool. No. yeah cool. but there are some places where it's crystal clear and it's the best stuff you can ever try oh, yeah. egg. it totally depends on where you are right mm-hmm. so. yeah i mean i remember because i grew up in new jersey so like water is it's heavier up there so now i'm in i mean being a flight attendant i've flown all over the world and the best water is definitely in uh bergen norway <laughs> really yeah interesting but uh interesting pick. it comes like right off the fjords like some good stuff but uh they have um but i you know i got based in florida and it's so funny because up north, if you drink a glass of water, you're like full and you can't drink any more water because it's so heavy. And like down here, you just, you're chugging water and you, you're never like, that's enough. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but so it Grace, tastes- you went, Grace, you went from uh, the baking to now you're a flight attendant, you said? Well, not anymore because COVID and then my So, so, so are you doing this because of COVID also? Kind of like, like me? Yeah. Um, yeah. I realized like, you know, pretty much everything's going to go virtual, I think. Yeah, travel, because uh, I know travel's been as, hit as hard as, as hospitality. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I teach pastry, um, and I do, I teach pastry on the weekends now at uh, mm-hmm. and then I'm doing this, but I'm trying to just do this <laughs> because, um, you know, like, just like you, I'm sure you've been involved with like other businesses before, and I feel like you put your heart into it. It, you don't own it, so you have no. No, control. no, no, no. It's uh, oh god, it's such a huge frustration. You know, leaving I left such a legacy behind. You know that it sucks to not be able to take that with me, and I never, I don't want that to ever happen again. You know, I want to create my legacy yeah. and hold on to it, and it's mine, and take my buddies along with me. Hopefully, you know, and uh, we can do something bigger. I, uh, I, I'm a full believer. I know, I know, David and, and Rob are that we this is this this we are scratching the, the the surface of what oh, we can do. I really, I really fully believe oh, yeah. that. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, we could definitely, I feel like all you guys need your own interview because I feel like there's just, we're just scratching the surface. And the- well, I mean, and I think that one of the best lines I've ever heard was, was a, like, YouTube, YouTube is a, is a marathon. It's not a race. No, no. you got, you got to keep at it. You people, people get into this thinking, like you were saying earlier, if you know, like the, you know, thinking that, oh, I got, I've got a great personality. I'm awesome. Which you, I'm going to, I'm going to be successful within six months and you might be, you might be great, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, you're not. not well, have you no, guys watched uh, the social dilemma or anything like that? No, no, no. So if you, it's a really good documentary. It's on Netflix now and it goes on, um, you know, it really explains that we're shifting towards like an attention economy. So one of the things about, that attention to is familiar familiar i'm not gonna be able to say it Sorry. too much alvarado familiarity i'm from new jersey i'm from new york trust me any more than four syllables and forget about it <laughs> <laughs> or you know like three drinks in that helps too 
But, uh, you know, the more they see your face, the more they're going to get comfortable with you, the more they're going to, oh, I want to go hang out with that guy, you know? Mm-hmm. So that definitely Absolutely. leads to mar- marathon thing. Yeah. Yeah. Water. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can have us all on individually. We'll be happy yeah. to come back on and Absolutely. talk more. That's for sure. I think I'm going to have to call it. Um, my kid is getting off school now. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so <laughs> I have to get back to work. I actually said I'd be back. <laughs> did you have like a, a you out, outro or conclusion you wanted to do? Or uh, Also, if you're not going to, people listening, if they're not going to participate in hashtag spicy on the I, Spice on the rocks. Spice on the rocks. <laughs> spice on the rocks. 2021. Um, what's the next February one going to be? Or when are you going to announce it? Well, we're definitely going to do some sort of Valentine's Day thing, which we'll oh, be yeah. uh, talking about soon. And then who knows? That's maybe maybe uh, maybe a uh, St. Patrick's Day Irish thing in March. Green and, cocktail. That's right. And, who knows? Maybe a, maybe a, a Easter. I don't know if they're Easter cocktails. Is that a thing? Maybe a chocolate sure. cocktail with some bunny ears on it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Sky's the limit. <laughs> Listen, the All fun right. of it is just to be use your, use your imagination to have fun yeah, with it. That's right. You know, no, absolutely. There's nothing competitive. things all the time. Yeah. I mean, David, David, listen, David put a piece of apple pie as garnish one time. <laughs> Sky's the limit, guys. Sky's <laughs> is the limit, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for you to put like an apple pie in the drink and then like give it a good mix. <laughs> when I saw David do that, I said, God, I'm in the right community. I am that's in right. the right niche. <laughs> All right. I'm sticking around. I'm sticking around for this one. I'll put all the links in the description. So just make sure uh, you guys send them to me. And um, also like the Photoshop one and anything else. You're like, oh, we talked about this. This Mm -hmm. might for people. Let's get that in the description. And uh, yeah, well. Grace, thanks for having us. Thanks Thanks for having us. This was a lot of fun. Next time. Yeah. Let's there's actually a Comcast truck right outside my building right now. Ridiculous. <laughs> Is it for you? <laughs> All right. Ciao, guys. All right. Talk to you later. Have a great day. You too. All right, guys. All right. All right. Bye.